Matt and Mike in the morning. Welcome back to Matt and Mike in the morning. This is Micah, and what was your name before before you changed it to Matt? Uh, <laughs> he got me on that one. But uh, uh, Reginald. My mom wanted to name me Reginald. Uh, actually, a funny story. My dad did change his name. I didn't learn about this till just a few years ago because um, he didn't want to be associated with um, his his uncle uh, for some reason. Hmm. Their names were the same. Yeah, so my dad's initials originally were WWW, uh, Wilhelm Wilfred, no, William Wilfred Worm, but he changed his middle name to Charles. Soon as WCW. But my grandpa, he was WWW, the very first, I'm sure. This is New Testament Lesson 15 to be taught on uh, January the 7th, 6th, 7th? 7th. 7th, whatever the Sunday is. is a Saturday. That's right, very good. So we have... Uh, we have Paul before he was Paul. His first name was Saul, thus the, the introduction here. We see Saul as he is persecuting Christians and as um, the Lord converts him, um, that as he's on the road to Damascus, Jesus shows up and, um, and blinds him and knocks him off his high horse, and he goes crawling into the city and is met by a man named Ananias. And we have... Um, on Straight Street. On Straight Street, mm -hmm. that's right. And, and he becomes a, a faithful Christian, and he turns around, and he's ministering to the people that he was persecuting like five minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, did you know that uh, Saul was turned into a fish before he was turned into Paul? How was that? Because uh, when he was turned into Paul, scales fell from his eyes. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's not in Scripture. He was always, he was always a man. So what, uh, what's intriguing about this story is that the huge uh, polar shift of of Saul, who is given papers, um, he was. I'm, I live life in analogies. Uh, I really. It just makes me chuckle anytime I see anybody with a Brett Favre jersey that's purple, because Brett Favre is part of the Packers, and I'm from Wisconsin, mm -hmm. and he led us to the Super Bowl, and he was like our savior, he was our poster child. Uh, we loved him in in every way, and even when we shouldn't have, you know, with his drug addiction and, and other legal problems and things like that. But he was, like, the best thing ever to happen to Wisconsin for close to a decade, it, it seemed. And then he he converts, uh, goes to the Jets for a bit, and then he comes over to, uh, to Minneapolis and plays on the Vikings for a few years and does the same thing there, chokes in the NFC Championship. But I think it was a lot like this for Saul that he was a poster child of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. um, he was really battling against this new sect that had come up that were followers of Jesus that said he rose from the dead and he's coming again for the final judgment. And, and he was arresting them. He was throwing them in prison. Uh, Acts, what is it, 7? It uh, says that Saul was holding the, the coats, the cloaks mm -hmm. of those who were uh, busy Stephen. picking up stones and throwing them at Stephen's head and his body till he quit moving. And he was given a thumbs up for that. So who knows how much money he was making? It, right. He was well to do uh, mm -hmm. later on. He says, I know what it is to, uh, to live in plenty and in want. Uh, so so he, he has all this authority to go over to Damascus, 150 miles away. So it'd be like going to Aberdeen, you know, on foot. So it takes a while. And, uh, and he's going to go and he's going to wipe out all the followers of Jesus in, in Damascus. And Jesus stops him on the road and says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And, and that's when the conversion happened. So the, um, the story goes on then of when Saul, now made Paul, 
uh, goes back to Jerusalem and obviously he doesn't receive a friendly welcome because they don't uh, know what he's all doing. They pay him all this money. Uh, he's their, their number one Jesus follower getter. And he comes back converted by Jesus on the road. This is like the uh, the worst disaster ever, <laughs> ever politically for the Sanhedrin uh, in, in Jerusalem. And, you know, on top of that, uh, the followers of Jesus, the followers of the way, don't trust him. And so they, they're working against him. The, uh, uh, the Jews are working against him. So he ends up leaving. And he goes off to be the fantastic apostle to the Gentiles. And he uh, makes his other uh, missionary journeys and trips and starts all these churches. And then we have the epistles uh, after that. One of the things that, that the Lord says to Ananias as, he, as he's preparing, um, Ananias saying, um, Saul's coming, I want you to do this, um, and, and he'll become a Christian. He says, I will show him, that is, I will show Paul, how much he must suffer for my name. And we get the beginnings of that in this lesson as we see the Jewish people who used to say, you know, Saul's our guy. Um, but now they, but because Saul converts to Christianity, um, they instead try to kill him. And this happens numerous times. We see them always chasing him around um, in, in the book of Acts, um, trying to kill him. And so we, we see the beginnings of how much um, he must suffer for the name of Christ. That's, you know, suffering gets a lot of people. Um, and, and so, you know, some people turn away from, from following Christ because of the, the shame of his name, uh, the suffering that we still have. You know, oftentimes people say, well, I prayed and I prayed. Oh, but the Lord hasn't heard my prayer. Uh, he hasn't given me this relationship back, given me what I desired so much. He hasn't given me healing. He hasn't given me what I want. And Saul has such comforting words for us. Um, he says, three times I prayed for the Lord to take this thorn for me, but he would not. Uh, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. And it's that time in our weakness when we, we realize we're not God. God is God and we are not. And, uh, and it causes us then to, to get on our knees and to say, Lord, have mercy, help me. Instead of, I'm going to help myself. And I'm going to do what I need to do and get what I want to get for me and, and for mine. Instead, it's, uh, no, our, our, relation, our, our posture then is actually spiritually righted when we, when we humble ourselves. Uh, because in that, we turn to God for help. And he gives us aid all the time. And then the whole Old Testament, all the Psalms are just, just open up to you with words of comfort and strength. Uh, uh, but it first comes through that, that, that humbling, you know, like Saul had on the road to Damascus. And, and for us, it's a, like, I'm just thinking about baptism in the, in the catechism. It's, it's a daily uh, drowning and dying. It's a, it's a daily humbling ourselves before the sight of the Lord uh, because of our sin, because of our inadequacies, because of the way we fail. And, and knowing that in our weakness, his, his power is made perfect. And he, he lifts us up. Uh, he carries us along. So there's good, just marvelous comfort all the way through the, um, the epistles of, of, of Paul as he brings the Old Testament alive for us, which he probably had memorized. Yeah. See you next time on Matt and Mike, Mike in, in the, the Morning. morning.